Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. I am so excited about this one. <laughs> I am so yes. excited. So I, can, I, remember. I can expect a bit of interjecting, yes? Oh, I, I can expect a lot of excited interjecting, yeah, we'll see. But uh, last, um, no, sorry, now I'll set some context from my point of view, first of all, because that's how I had been following with you, both of you, um, over time, the, you know, from when I became aware of it, the construction of the James Webb Space Telescope, which is what this segment's going to be about. I remember on Christmas night, <laughs> all right, so, we, you know, this is not Christmas Eve, but Christmas night, so because the launch had been delayed... I remember watching the launch at close to midnight, I think it was. It was a ULA rocket launching the James Webb telescope. And, uh, and I, I just remember being in awe already. No, and at this point, I hadn't seen, you know, hadn't known what kind of images we would see, knowing that they were probably going to be no. better than Hubble in some kinds yeah, of ways. Yeah. Hadn't seen. But I was already in awe watching this mission and then seeing the set. Like, so you got to see the telescope um, like drift away, fly away from, the, from the, um, the second stage of the rocket there. And just thinking, this thing is going to go. And we, we, you and I, Lena, did a segment on this uh, um, uh, earlier yes. this year. This thing is going yep. to go a million yep. miles away from Earth and be in that that orbit, um, you know, of the Earth and the Sun. And at some point, it's going to continue unfolding itself and opening up and aligning its mirrors. And then the fun's going to begin. Mm-hmm. And the fun Total has fun. begun. Totally fun. So, <laughs> Caroline. Totally fun. Tell us about the fun that has come from, it's more than fun, but tell us about the fun, the joy that the James Webb Space Telescope the joy. Has, has given joy us, is the, the wonder. Word. That's right. So, yes, we have the first images from the James Webb Space Telescope. And, of course, it's a project led by NASA, but European Space Agency and other agencies are, are involved. So, like you mentioned, it was launched on December 25th from French Guiana and on an Ariane 5 rocket. So the last time we spoke about it as well, in an earlier episode, it was still undergoing commissioning. So you spoke about its launch, and then we had a episode about what it was all about. Yes. Sorry, I just realized in my little introduction, I said a ULA rocket. You're right. Yeah. It was a European, European Space Agent. Sorry, European I was correcting there. Yeah. That's okay. Please continue. Yeah. Thank you for raising your hand, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we spoke about how it had launched and it had been in space for a while and had un- been undergoing its commissioning. So the mirrors were being aligned, instrument, and the instruments were cooling down because you have to get to a certain temperature for them to really work well. So I thought I'd just quickly recap what instruments are on board because we will be mentioning them while we talk about the images. So there is a near-infrared camera, which is NERCAM, provided by the University of Arizona, a near-infrared spectrograph, NERSPEC, provided by a European Space Agency and has NASA components on it, a mid-infrared instrument, the MIRI, 
provided by European Consortium with ESA and the Jet Propulsion Laboratory from NASA, and a fine guidance sensor slash near-infrared imager and slitless spectrograph provided by the Canadian Space Agency. So all of the images are being taken using instruments that observe um, infrared and mid-infrared light. The reasons for this are that the very old and distant objects emit in the infrared spectrum, so their light can be only observed by infrared astronomy, and colder objects and planets also tend to emit light most strongly in the infrared. It's also able to see through dust clouds in nebula and able to view even better the birth of stars and to be able to study the atmosphere of exoplanets orbiting other stars. So that's just a very Mm. quick prelude. Now, the first images were released on June the 12th and they're the highest resolution pictures taken from space ever. Ever. Um, Mm. Ever. And the images... They come in as a raw form and then they are color processed by putting filters through the images and they layer the different colors of um, filter on. And not only does this make for amazingly gorgeous, beautiful Mm. pictures, but it actually highlights all the features that we haven't seen before. So Hubble was amazing, okay? I used to adore the Hubble images. Absolutely. I was inspired to paint pictures from Hubble, you know. But when we look at the same pictures compared to those taken by James Webb. It's like putting on a pair of amazing glasses and you are able to see, it's like I'm seeing clearly, like you can pierce through the clouds and all of that. So I'm giving Lino the the honour of going through the first image that was presented. Lino, would you like to tell us about this image? Uh, this image, I must admit, guys, thank you, Caroline, for this. It's, it's amazing. It's something you can always put on as a wallpaper and oh, to remind sure. everyone, everyone, that this universe we're in is endless. It is amazing. Mm. So this um, James Webb Space Telescope, uh, just to recap on everyone who's listening, that this thing is, this, sorry, this thing, this telescope is the size of a tennis court. Is that correct, mm-hmm. Lizzie? We're talking yep. about? Yep. So this thing, it may to us maybe it's big, it's big for us, mm-hmm. but in the universe it's a tiny little thing, and it looks like a honeycomb if you see pictures mm-hmm. of it, and is able to take pictures like this. I, I'm just totally mind blown <laughs> from from something that size to take pictures like that. It is uh, totally amazing. So it's taken pictures of um other galaxies, and I was talking to you guys, but uh, we're still exploring our galaxy. We're we're just a solar system, so we're we're still doing ours, and we're looking at another galaxy out there. Four point was it going four point six billion years ago, and the um the cluster is called oh you call it Smacks or should I just go S? Yeah, it's Max. So it's a region, it's isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a region. Okay, yeah. it's it sounds sounds horrible in the sense, but anyway, Smacks Smacks zero seven two three. So but uh, but um, it's amazing, but knowing that they. Um, I think we Tell us what about you this. see. Tell us I, what I, you see. It, it's just galaxies of bright light. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm just too blown away to thinking that there are other galaxies out there and other planets out there that they're still going around. You know what I mean? I, I'm, 
Oh, it's unbelievable. It makes you speechless. It makes you speechless. It does. It does. I'm looking at it like one little galaxy and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like Caroline said, there's other planets within that other galaxy. And okay, other th- stars I- with planets. Imagine yes. that. Oh my yeah. goodness me. It, yeah. it, look, I, I, I think we talked about this. I'm going to have to ask everyone. I'll, I'll probably blow the Discord um, and uh, uh, social media <laughs> and everything. But there is one billion, um, uh, what's it, betting, whatever they call it. We are definitely not alone in this universe. Come on. There's definitely something out there. And Makes you wonder. Was, was it? I was it? Um, Jimmy Aiken. You you have to see this, and you have to comment about this. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he probably, will. Probably. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah. he's he's done many episodes on the existence of aliens. Yeah, interesting. You know, alien encounters and so on. That's yeah. true. That is true. Yeah. It's yeah. just only the question is have they visited us and all that stuff. But I I don't want to get into that. <laughs> uh, conversation that's yeah. for um jimmy the jimmy to do yeah but yeah it's unbelievable yeah what i thought was interesting about this image is that the smacks region if you were to look at the night sky um mm. your entire field of view it makes up one speck of sand of a size exactly uh, and and yeah. in this image what are we seeing we're seeing uh, you know hundreds <sighs> of galaxies like yeah and so and this is just in one little one little area so it uh, so if you think of our 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 galaxy, right? So we've barely scratched going beyond the solar system, with, you know, with some, you know, with some probes that, that, you know, left, you know, decades and decades ago. And we'll probably come back as a giant space probe looking for the crater. That's Star Trek one, by the way. I'm just going to that out there. Yep. I'm looking at you, Voyager 6 or 7, whichever it was. Yep. But, but, uh, but the thing is, um, within this Milky Way galaxy, we're talking about, correct me if I'm wrong, Caroline, but billions of stars, right? Is that, would that be fair? Or, uh, is it, or trillions? Yeah. What, are we, what would be the accurate, uh, you know? What is the number? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so we can't. That's we the can, question. You're safe saying more than billions for sure, right? So, sure. And those stars have many of them have planets in orbit around them. Yeah, that's, that's the more mind blowing uh, yeah. thing about and it. This is our and so this and is our one. Those planets have little moons. <laughs> yeah, and and this is our one galaxy. And yeah. now, Lino, this image you were just describing to us is showing stacks of galaxies, and that's in the grain of a sand when you look at the size when you look at the night sky. So just think about how small we are, people. Oh my how, goodness! How amazingly me. vast this this universe is. You know, when I saw this image and the others, um, the first thing that came to my mind was, "And God saw that it was good." That was mm. that was what I thought mm. of straight away. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. yep and, and that's what I posted on Discord. I was very expi- inspired, so I put it there in the Let Science Show. <laughs> um, but the other thing is, as well is uh, that so um, the what what got me right is Lena. You mentioned that those uh, the lights from those galaxies in that particular region were four point six billion light years away. That's how long it's taken for that light to reach us. But there were galaxies beyond, behind that that cluster. Mm. And uh, and I think they were saying that some of them could be thirteen point one billion years old. Mm-hmm. That light, and our wow. our universe is about I think it's thirteen point seven billion years, uh, yeah, approximately. About, or, yeah. 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 yeah, so we're looking at the you know like as close to the beginning right now as of light yeah. that we can capture at the beginning of our universe. And I always think too, like, okay, that's what they looked like then. What do yes. they look like <laughs> now? now? Yeah. Oh yep. wow! Yeah, yeah. I, it's I all just, mind-blowing. And it looks look, it's um, and from the article, look, the researchers are still getting the data from James. Oh, Webb. this is all fresh. Oh, so, yes, and yeah, they've got so much planned. Yeah, can you be... imagine the researchers? They'll be salivating. They'll be looking at, oh my gosh, look at this, look at this. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, for sure. 
And do you yeah. know the difference too between Hubble and James Webb um, is that the James Webb is able to take images um, in a matter of hours. Like yes, yes, that's right. They yeah. can, it can take hours just to get an image, but yep. Hubble used to take weeks, weeks. or months. You know, I think it was weeks to like kind of wow. take an image. Yep. It would have to, it would have to, uh, yeah, just like look at something for a really long time mm. to get the information. Yep. James wow. Webb is able to just look at something for hours yep. and then gets the information. And imagine how fast now we're that going to be getting yeah. images. So I, I think yeah. we can safely say that long after James Webb has died and decommissioned or whatever, they will still be unpacking the science from, from oh, James Webb. It's, no oh, doubt. Yeah. there still will be. Because no yeah. yeah. it's not yeah, just yeah. a giant camera. It's also taking measurements. Like you said, Caroline, yes. it was measuring yep. the atmospheres of exoplanets. Yep. And, yes. and all that. Yeah. yeah, it's got the spectrograph, which can read the chemical composition of whatever it points to, my really. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, my yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then wow. they, can, they can figure out temperature and atmosphere yeah. and pressure and all that. But, hey... We can keep talking about all oh, this. Shall we go this on? Yeah, like, we could go on for hours about this, this one. Is, go I, for this it, Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go for yeah. the next one. And yeah. I suggest that you look these up while we're talking about yeah. it because it yes. makes more sense. Yeah. Yes, it does. So yeah. I'm going to talk about next the Carina Nebula. Oh, this was so the, oh, this is one of the images <laughs> that really, when you compared the Hubble to the James Webb Spel mm. Space Telescope version, is like, wow. So... This is the edge of a star-forming region called NGC 3324, located about 7,600 light-years away. And, yeah, it's just so much detail. What can we see? So we can see, like, it's basically big, big gas cloud. It's, mm -hmm. it's like mountains and valleys and pillars of gas, which the peaks of the mountains themselves are about seven light-years high. So that's, you know, just that – can you imagine that? So – um uh, so the gas is being carry, carried around by ultraviolet radiation and stellar winds of hot young stars. It shows hot ionized gas streaming out of the nebula. Um, it's a really great picture of like a stellar nursery and provides great information on, on how stars are formed. So from the NASA site, it says these observations of NGC 3324 will shed the light on the process of star formation. Star birth propagates over time, triggered by the expansion of the eroding cavity as the bright ionized rim moves into the nebula. It slowly pushes into the gas and dust. If the rim encounters any unstable material, the increased pressure will trigger the material to collapse and mm. form new stars. Amazing. Conversely, wow. this type of disturbance may also prevent star formation and as the star-making material is eroded away. This is a very delicate balance between sparking star formation and stopping it. Webb will address some of the great open questions of modern astrophysics. What determines the number of stars that form in a certain region? Why do stars form with a certain mass? So just from this image, already a few questions are being posed and we can learn so much just from this picture. Um, wow. Yes, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's really just I, I love this. I mean, for me, the something I love to look at are pictures of nebula and it's my being my favorite thing from Hubble and um just imagining the gases, you know, yeah, you know, like 
you know, being smashed together and making a star. It's <laughs> yeah. just, it's just wow. an amazing thing to think about, you know. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm blown away. <laughs> I'll share this in the show notes, but I just remembered, I just looked it up yeah. now as well, and I'll put it in our chat if you want to have a look at it. But yeah. uh, on Facebook, someone created a 360 composite of this image. So you could mm, look wow. around in 3D and look up and down oh, and everything. So there's a Facebook post. I'll put it in our show notes too. Super but it's a beautiful okay. way to explore that. Um, but that was wow. the last image they showed, wasn't it? It was the fifth one. And yeah. uh, it was 5.30 in the morning. No, sorry. It was 1.30 in the morning um, Australia time when I watched Yeah, it was um, the last that. one. Yeah. And I, I was in bed. <laughs> Isabel was yeah. fast asleep. And I couldn't yeah. sleep because I was just blown away by this. And I, I yelled out loud when I saw it because <laughs> I was just stunned. And then Isabel said, go back to sleep. <laughs> But uh, and I was like, you've got to look at this. You've got to look at this. But it was yeah, um, yeah. the the one of the scientists um, or astronomers who was looking at the image when she introduced it said, "There are formations here. We don't even know what they are." Yeah, she's we're, like, we're, "What yeah. is that?" We didn't know that. <laughs> and there are stars in this wow. image. You know, we've taken yeah. an image of this region before, yeah. but there are stars in this yeah. image we've never seen before. Exactly. So there are new stars, exactly. even more. It's just yeah, yeah. yeah. So if yeah. you do able, if you're able to look up the. The Hubble version of this one, you'll see that the clouds are kind of just clouded over, really, and yeah. you might see pink dots kind of dimly inside. Yeah. But this one really exposes all the stars and, like you said, things that we haven't seen before. Like this, this is next really level brings something out, else. Yeah. It, it's, it's looking inside the cloud, not just like yes. on the outside. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's like, and I heard somebody there was a there was a. Uh, question answer and um, they were saying imagine like x-raying something it's not using x-rays yeah. but imagine like x-raying your body and you can see your outside but then you do an x-ray yeah and you suddenly see the inside of it yeah. so yeah. it's 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 equivalent to that really yeah. wow it's yes that, awesome. that image yeah. was um yeah i'm glad they say they definitely saved the best for last that, that they uh, did they did yes. but the others are just as amazing absolutely um, yeah so, yes, let me go on to the next one. So I'm going to talk about Stefan's Quintet mm, next. Yep. Okay. This is also mind-blowing, and I'll tell yes. you why. So it's a picture of five galaxies in the foreground. And now if you look in the background, there's also many, many stars and many galaxies. Mm -hmm. um, J James Webb's. Just can't help yeah. it, okay? It takes yeah, it's showing everything. off. It's showing off. Everything yeah. is there. It's like, yeah, I, look at this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you want to look at this, but I'm also yeah. going to include all of this. Okay? And here's a couple of other galaxies. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so the image was actually constructed using 1,000 separate image files. It contains 150 million pixels. And if you were to, to get the size of the image, it's about actually about one-fifth the moon's diameter. Oh so goodness. it's not a picture you can just like raw version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, you can put it on the moon's wall maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's um, yes, yeah. it's amazing. I feel like actually I want to print it out and put it on my wall now. Yeah. I said that. I'm looking at um, it right now. It's just yeah. it's, it's, it's yep. gorgeous. Um, yep. So we see five galaxies. We see clusters of stars. They're all in close interaction, these galaxies. Two of the galaxies, which which I saw the first thing that popped out to me because I just think it's an amazing thing to think about is that two of the galaxies are in a process of merging together. Yes, yep. Um, wow. 
And to me, just the idea that our galaxy could possibly merge with another mm. one, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know how that would go down. But well, anyway. Five, five billion years away from merging with the Andromeda galaxy, I think. Well, bit, yeah. yeah. And wow. luckily okay. for us, we have a short lifespan. But <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. You know, if humanity doesn't work out how to travel to other places by five billion <laughs> by years time, now, by I reckon that is the on. biggest example of procrastination ever. I know, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, the next generation will do so it. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, next generation will do that one, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, let them do it. So from the website, um, together the five galaxies of Stefan's Quintet are also known as the Hickson Compact Group, so 92. So you've got HCG 92. Although called a quintet, only four of the galaxies are truly close together and caught up in a cosmic dance. So they're really close together, you know, in space in space terms. Um, the fifth and leftmost most galaxy called NGC 7320 is, a well, is well in the foreground compared with the other four. Ah. NGC 7320 resides 40 million light years from Earth. Well, the other four galaxies um, are about 290 million Shoo. light years away. Goodness so me. those are the ones that are yes. actually close to yes, each other. Yes, right, right. Okay. Yeah. They look this almost is, like they're sharing material there. They like, do. Yeah, yeah. They do, don't they? Yeah. Um, this is still if, still fairly close in cosmic terms compared with the most distant galaxies billions of light years away. Studying such relatively nearby galaxies like this helps scientists better understand structures seen in more distant universe. And it says the proximity provides astronomers a ringside seat for witnessing the merging and interactions between galaxies that are so crucial to all of galaxy evolution. Yeah, so how cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's mm. there's this which I wanted to read. It says tight groups like this may have being more common in the early universe, when ah. their superheated, infalling material may have fueled the very energetic black holes called quasars. Even today, the topmost galaxy in the group harbors an active galax- galactic nucleus, a supermassive black hole, 24 million times the mass of the sun, and it's still actively Oof. pulling in material and puts it out light equivalent to 40 billion suns. So, oh. um, you know, you look at the image and then you think about what's going on and a lot is going on my and it's all mind-blowing yeah. stuff. My brain can't you know? do it. Yeah, can't process it's, it. It's like, oh and that's me. why they have specific wow. astronomers and scientists who concentrate on one thing because yes. you just can't possibly. too many things, yeah. yeah. Even you if you dedicate every person things. in the human race to studying one thing, there's you just won't be able to study everything. You can't. You it's, can't. It's, yeah. it's too much. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, shall we go to the next one? Yes. Can you yep. take it? Can you take it? Not really, All but right. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's do some more. So this one is such a pretty photo. I, I love it. So it's called the Southern Ring Nebula, and it is of a dying star, yes, a yeah. star in the process of, of going, leaving the world. However... What it shows is a beautiful but dimly lit star in the centre of a large ring of gas and dust. It's named NGC 3132 and is about 2,500 light years away. So the ring of gas and dust is actually made of layers or shells. Each shell of gas was created as the gas was ejected by the star. And the gas and dust is measured and then they can find out, you know, learn about the history of the star. Um of its life, you know, then as it dies, they can, they just learn more about how, how the star 
um, ends its life. Um, the star is also cool because it's, it's a part of a system of two stars. So it's mm-hmm. a binary star system. And the near cam imaged the layers of the light in this image and Miri highlighted the dust around the stars so the two different cameras can get different information working together. Um, the brighter star is actually in an early stage of, an, of its evolution, so it's younger than the other star. And the two stars, while they orbit each other, they continue to stir the gas and dust causing those astrometrical um, um, shapes of the gas that you can see. Um, and it, and on this website it says, as the star ejects shells of material, dust and molecules from within them, changing the landscape, even as the star continues to expel material. So it is expelling material. You can see it's yeah. jets of stuff coming out of it and light and light going through the gas clouds and everything. Um, the dust will eventually enrich the areas around it, expanding into what's known as the interstellar medium. So I think we spoke, mentioned that last episode. And and since it's very long lived, the dust may end up uh, tra- traveling through space for billions of years and becoming incorporated into a new star of planet. Oh my planet. So it's kind yeah. of like a recycling system, you know, a star mm. dies, emits all its stuff, and then it can be incorporated into something else. Yeah, I just love to stare at this one. I, it was one of the ones that stood out to me as well. This is some um, sci-fi level stuff. This image, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's amazing. Like, but it's not sci-fi. It's it's, it's sci-real. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. It's real. It's That's the, real the best thing about it. It yeah. is the real deal. It exists. And yeah, or it existed. <laughs> it existed. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it may be fainter now. Yeah. But it it's just to to capture this moment. Mm. You know. Of yep. the star's life cycle. Yep. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Now, off to wow. the left, uh, there's yes. a galaxy as well in the background. Like they've, There is. Yep. There is. Just so, another galaxy thrown in there. That's right. And you yep. probably remember the scientist speaking about this one on the, the, the presentation when they yep. were presenting the pictures. He was like, oh, I'd... I yeah. wasn't sure what they it was. And everybody, yeah. yeah, and they're like, <laughs> I didn't think it was a galaxy, but the others were right. It, it actually turns it, out to yeah, be a galaxy, galaxy. on its side. Yeah. I mean, wow. how big is this? Yes. <laughs> this thing is I mean, you know, it's just, yeah. yeah. So they captured a galaxy. There you go. James Webb Space Telescope going ahead and just capturing galaxies in the picture again. So yeah. This is just showing I mean, off now. Showing just off. Just showing yeah. off. But please continue Amazing. showing off James Webb. With yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I seriously can't wait to yeah. see more. Um, let's go through the last one. So mm-hmm. the last one is actually a graph, and it is a, a spectrograph showing the giant gas giant WASP 966 atmospheric composition. So they pointed to this exoplanet that they knew about. Let me tell you, WASP 96b is one of more than 5,000 confirmed exoplanets in the Milky Way. It's located roughly 1,150 light years away in the southern sky constellation Phoenix. It represents a type of gas giant that has no direct analogue in our solar systems, mm. nothing like it. So with, with a mass of less than half that of Jupiter and a diameter 1.2 times greater, 
Wasp, so it's kind of puffy is what, how they describe it. So it's, <laughs> it's puffy. Wasp-96b is much puffier than any planet orbiting our sun and with a temperature greater than 1,000 Fahrenheit, it is significantly hotter. Hot. Yep. Yes. It orbits extremely close to its sun-like star, just one-ninth the distance between Mercury and the sun, That's completing right. yes. one circuit yep. every three and a, and a half Earth days. So yep. as we know, our Jupiter... Should be a hot Jupiter, but for some reason it's out there. It's in the wrong place, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Ah. yeah. So we can have a whole discussion about that. But yes. anyway. <laughs> that's a, that is a fascinating topic, by the way. It, uh, our it Jupiter. is an yes. extremely yeah. fascinating topic. Yeah. So WASP-96b was observed for 6.4 hours as it moved across its star. So they call it, I think it's called direct imaging. Um, they put a coronagraph on top of its star so they can kind of block the light out and, and see the planet and observe the planet. And they pointed the spectrograph at it. So a light curve was then created and a transmission spectrum was revealed and it measured the amount of water vapor in the atmosphere. It also measured the, it was able to measure the temperature of the atmosphere. So when they looked at this spectrograph, it was the spectrum came up with water. It had a distinct signature of water and it's something they didn't know would happen and it there's evidence for clouds and haze so it's a big puffy water steamy planet it seems like sounds like and, a little bit um, of a sauna almost yeah, yeah. so um, welcome to galactic hot springs <laughs> <laughs> galactic hot springs it, yeah. it, it, it'll it's melt your face it's just amazing <laughs> yeah, wow yeah. yeah so um that's just yeah they they threw in an exoplanet in amongst these um you know, the images, you know, yeah. just to show off what it can do. And they were able to get this, yeah, they were able to find that water was predominant in the atmosphere of this exoplanet. Yeah. So now so, the hope is, isn't it, Caroline, that they will be able to do this with multiple planets and possibly yes. eventually find one that would be capable of sustaining life well, or human yes, life. That's, yeah. that's that's always the aim, isn't it, for um, scientists to, to find a planet that is kind of similar to Earth. And then mm. we wonder, is there anybody living on there or could yes. we move over there or something <laughs> yeah. like that? Yeah. So, yeah. Send um, a little gift package or something. You know, just, hey, yeah. galactic <laughs> so neighbors. they've got... <laughs> yeah, I send a bunch of flowers. Yeah. Um, so um, roses. Um, so nice. what they've got is they've actually got um, a whole program set out of what is going to be observed, and there's a lot going to be observed. So yes, there'll be many exoplanets. They'll be pointing to things in our solar system. They'll be pointing to galaxies. They'll be pointing. There's a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of science that's going to come out of this. And this yeah. is just a tiny, tiny sample. This of, is the beginning. You know, yeah. yeah. It's the beginning, but it's, yeah. it's a good representation of what yep. the telescope can do. Yeah. And wow. there was one more image, Lindsay, mm -hmm. while it was testing. So just to testing. flex its muscles for us, James Webb uh, did another one. Now, this is just a test image, so it's not a, com a completely mm -hmm. clear one, but it's just to show us what is what it will be able to do is they, uh, they produced a photo or an image of Jupiter that they took as kind of like a test to see um, – how everything works with one of its moons. I forgot which moon yeah. it was. I think it was but Europa. But it's there <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, it might be Europa. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm. So, um, again, it's just a test image, but the thing is they will be able to have a clear 
you know, looking image of Jupiter. Uh, probably, Isn't that amazing? You know, in, in a lot oh of high detail. Yeah, you don't need to send a probe out there for photos anymore. You can just, yeah, you just got James Webb to aim it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, so Carolyn, it was New Horizons that went to Pluto. Mm. I wonder oh if James gosh. Webb now would just cancel out the, the, you know, the um, what, what New Horizons did and give us even better images of Pluto now. Well, this, the planet, is, the, the planet. <laughs> this is one of the thoughts I have because it's one of our favourite projects right yes, like yeah. we love the Kuiper belt and we're keen yeah. to see what else is out there yes yeah and the first thought I had was I wonder if it's going to be pointed out to the Kuiper belt and yes. they will be doing that and I yeah. wonder if we're going to get you know some information about what is out there so they would be yeah. able to collaborate with New Horizons because yes. New Horizons right there and continually measuring and, and all of that so yeah yeah it's just another tool an amazing tool to add yeah. to get more information uh, yeah. About what's out there. I just feel like, like poor Horizon's been doing all this work, and all of a sudden his big brother would go, Hey, there we go. Fancy. Oh, no. Hey there, small fry. Here you got some images of Pluto. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> oh, That's not a yeah. camera. Right. This is a camera. Yeah, you call that yeah. a camera? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor Horizon. But, yeah. but look, yeah. it's great to see that Horizon's still doing work. It's doing, doing yeah. what it needs oh, to be yes. done. It's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, New Horizons uh, stunned us with uh, the images of Pluto. Mm. That, that was. Oh. Uh, Again, that was and another mind blowing. And it's still a planet. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Planet. Still a planet. We're going with that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, International Astron- Astronomical Union. You- Union. Yeah. <laughs> you got it wrong. You botched it. You got it wrong there. <laughs> you botched yeah. it. Yeah. Might be tiny, but it is a planet. It's yeah. still a planet. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So yeah, All right. There yep. we go. <sighs> We'd love to hear thoughts. Yes. Uh, comments. Um, anything about. Yep. What we've spoken about. Were you today? as blown away as we were? What discoveries yeah. have you heard about from yeah. these images? What do you want to um, see? And please post in the in the Let's uh, Science Discord if you like any yes. you know yeah. later on any other discoveries that come out because I'm sure it's going to be yeah. too much to keep yeah. a, a track of. So if yeah. there's a discovery that James yeah, Webb makes, it's a good place that, to share. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's something mm-hmm. that blew you away or was really exciting, please throw it mm-hmm. in so we can all share the excitement with you as well because we love yeah. it. Let's Science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show, Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com science and find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue Let's Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders, and thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest. <laughs>